Welcome back to the Bushnell Project, and we're in part two of our study of chapter nine of Hebrews, trying to encourage you guys to be in God's word. And this is exciting, very, very exciting chapter. We can get super deep into it. I'm really thinking I might, and then you can skip over it if you think I'm getting too deep. But <clears throat> I'm enjoying this and reliving some of my studies. So I want to encourage you Pick up God's Word and, and read along, or if just me reading it is what you prefer. Either way, here we go. I'm going to go back to the beginning of chapter 9. And he's just talked about how the Old Covenant is not the real deal. It was a real covenant, but it's being done away with with the New Covenant. This is the real deal. So the Old Covenant is a shadow pointing to what is to come. Jesus Christ has now come. He is the Messiah. He is the Christ. And so that's where we're at. Now, even the first covenant, this is verse 1 of chapter 9. Now, even the first covenant had regulations for worship and earthly place of holiness. For a tent was prepared, the first section in which were the lampstand and the table and the bread of presence. It is called the holy place. Behind the second curtain was a second section called the most holy place, having the golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant covered on all sides with gold, in which was a golden urn holding the manna, an Aaron's staff that budded, and the tablets of the covenant. Above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. Verse 6. These preparations having thus been made, the priests go regularly into the first section, performing their ritual duties. But in the second, only the high priest goes, and he but once a year, and not without taking blood, which he offers for himself and for the unintentional sins of the people. By this, the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy place is not yet open as long as the first section is still standing, which is symbolic for the present age. According to this arrangement, Gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the conscience of the worshiper, but deal only with food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until the time of reformation. Now I want to stop right there. We're getting ready to go into verse 11. And 11 and on is going to talk about how this reformation that it's taken care of by Jesus Christ. But let's unpack this for a minute to realize our own worship. I think we worship still this way in a sense. Here's the deal. You have this big tent. And you go into the big tent, and this is the holy place where the priests are doing their functions and the sacrifices and, and things like that. And then right before another curtain, which is a, a tent within the tent, and is known as the Holy of Holies, is this table with the incense on it. And the incense has to be dealt with by the priest on a daily basis. So it's right there, but it is for the Holy of Holies. So there's constantly this incense going into that Holy of Holies, which is where the presence of God is. However, realizing this tent shows us that we are actually separated from the presence of God by this curtain. And so this curtain keeps us from being in the presence of God. And But once a year, a priest can go in there 
and he has to go through all these rituals. So think about the rituals you think you have to go through to get into God's presence. Um, we don't need any. Isn't that awesome? I mean, think about it. Don't we, especially depending on how you're raised, you might think, well, okay, if I'm going to get in God's presence, I need to get on my knees and I need to assume this position. Um, no, you don't. You might do so to be humbled, to humble yourself. It says to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. It says that when we pray, men, we should raise our hands. Raise your hands in prayer. So maybe in church, we should be raising our hands to pray. I do that probably more often than not, but sometimes I don't. And But it's not it's not legalistic. But God has been very specific in how he wants to be worshipped. And he was extremely specific in the way he had them create the tent in Exodus 23, 24, 25. You see that, the details that go into it. And now here in Hebrews, he's even telling us that the Holy Spirit designed it this way to show us sinful man that we are, in fact, separated from God. But there's a way. There is going to be a way made. Oh, and that way is, well, that's what we get into the rest of chapter 9. So it's super exciting. I hope you guys will listen to the next podcast as we go into chapter 9, part 3. Hope you guys have a great day. Go worship the Holy One of Israel. Go worship the one true and living God who is so in love with us and so perfect. Let's worship Him in Jesus' name. God bless you guys.